Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. Stand up for your country, all of you who are participating in our campaign. We are mailing out the Stand Up For Your Country stickers today. Should have them soon. We'll tell you more about that at the end of the program, a very important program that we have launched here, and we hope you will participate. Now, one of the reasons that we all need to stand up for our country is because we're such a divided nation. And it really hurts me as an American who loves my country. I'd love to see us all on the same, I hate to use the cliche, page, but I'd really like to see a lot of common ground among all Americans. It's not happening. So think back 20 years ago, September 11th, all right? And what happened? Well, we got blown up, actually 19 years ago, uh, by Al-Qaeda. And that brought most Americans together. We had to right that wrong, and we got behind the new president, George Bush the Younger, and we did accomplish our goal. We did knock out the jihad. We did it, all right, with the help of other nations, but it was us. But that unification... That fell apart once the Iraq war went south. So in the beginning, it was all right. Uh, The USA and the coalition invaded Iraq to remove Saddam Hussein, who was not cooperating uh, with UN weapons inspectors, and we thought had weapons of mass destruction that he might use. So once the Iraq campaign went south, then the country fractured again against conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, and on and on and on and on. Okay, so uh, President Bush the Younger got reelected because John Kerry was a pretty bad candidate. Nobody trusted him. And then Barack Obama came in and defeated John McCain. All the while, um, the country was divided. We did not unite behind Barack Obama. He said he would unite the country, but he didn't. Um, although he was reelected, as Bush the Younger was, uh, he bit, beat Mitt Romney, another weak candidate. Romney could not articulate why he would be better for the country. And he could have easily because the economy was still terrible. Um, but anyway, divide, 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 divide. And now we're at the breaking point. That's how bad it is here. So... You see the forces. It's obvious what is happening. But with the killing of George Floyd, that ripped off any kind of civility. So now it's destroy America. We we have to destroy this country. And you have the media, academia, colleges, all of that on the destroy America side. And then you have traditional conservative Americans on, wait a minute. We believe the country's noble, and we believe that this nation offers more opportunity than any other nation on earth, which is true. That is true. So why do we want to blow it up because of slavery or some historical injustice? It doesn't make any sense. Now, sense is not what's, what's in play here, though. So I was talking with a very intelligent liberal woman a few days ago, and I don't do this often. Uh, off media, so I'll obviously interview anybody on TV, but 
in my private life, I, I really don't do this much, but there was an occasion where I was in her proximity and she was giving me the uh, America is a white supremacist nation kind of line, which I looked at her and I said, well, I don't believe that. And most Americans don't believe that. All right. So you may believe it. And under our Constitution, you have a right to believe it. But it isn't a fact. And to present it as a fact is fallacious. I was using big words because she was very smart. So she said, well, you're just discounting slavery and Jim Crow. And I said, I'm not discounting anything, madam. I love that word, madam. I submit to you that every single nation in the world has a historical injustice and more than a few. So by your calculation, if America has to be remade because of slavery, which is what the New York Times is saying, um, then Germany, the Soviet Union, China, every other country would have to be remade. And reparations wouldn't just have to be paid to African Americans, but every minority, including me. Now she, her eyes get wide. I said, my ancestors lost their land in County Cabin, Ireland. It was seized by the British crown. And when the British crown seized the two acres that my poor ancestors farmed, the father had a heart attack and the mother was left with two 16-year-old boys who she couldn't feed. So she put them on a coffin ship where they worked their way across the Atlantic, throwing bodies into the Atlantic Ocean and landed in Brooklyn. That's how my side, the O'Reilly side, started. So I'm entitled to reparations from the British government, am I not? You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. So you may know Tammy Duckworth. She's being considered as VP candidate under Joe Biden. All right, she's a senator from Illinois, um, 52 years old, former, uh, I think she's in the Army, all right? She was deployed to Iraq as a Black Hawk helicopter pilot for the Illinois Army National Guard. On November 12, 2004, her helicopter was hit by a ground surface-to-air missile. She lost her legs and partial use of her right arm. So Ms. Duckworth is a patriot, okay? And she went to Iraq for her country. She's a, a Thai American, raised in Hawaii, and she got severely injured. Though, that's the truth, and you got to respect that. The problem is that now that she's a senator from Illinois, she's gone way far left. Roll the tape. 
George Washington, mm -hmm. I don't think anybody would call him a traitor. And there are no. moves by some to remove uh, statues of him. Is that a good idea? I think we should listen to the, everybody. I think we should listen to, to the argument there. But remember that the president at Mount Rushmore was standing on ground that was stolen from Native Americans who had actually been given that land during a treaty. Well, what does that have to do with George Washington? And that's true, by the way. When you read my book, Killing Crazy Horse, out in September, you'll see what happened to the Sioux um, and the U.S. and how they dealt with each other. I spell it right out for you. But that had nothing to do with George Washington. Instead of sticking up for the father of our country, a man so heroic, it's, you can't even describe it. And if you don't believe me, read Killing England, because I do describe it there. But it takes, you know, 70, 80 pages. He's such a hero. Yes, his wife owned slaves. Yes. And he benefited from that. But that doesn't override the fact that we wouldn't have our freedoms if not for George Washington. Okay, so instead of saying, um, no, we shouldn't tear down statues of George Washington, as any responsible senator would do, she doesn't. She diverts it into Mount Rushmore is a bad thing. So Tucker Carlson criticizes Duckworth, all right? And I'm not going to get into it, but Tammy Duckworth has a right to her point of view, and so does Tucker Carlson. So he calls her names, and he shouldn't do that. But his criticism was pretty much what my criticism is. If you're a sitting senator and you can't stand up for George Washington, you're wrong. You're wrong. In the course of his analysis, Mr. Carlson says, we wanted... Senator Duckworth to come on a program and debate it, but she would not. She's a coward. Shouldn't have said that because then the media immediately, I mean immediately said, oh, look at this. Tammy Duckworth lost both legs fighting for her country, and this guy calls her a coward. That's not what he did. It's totally out of context. But that you can forget about context and the United States of America's media. That's never going to happen. Okay. So as I said, we're shipping the Stand Up For Your Country stickers today. We want you to get your packs. I kept the price as low as I could keep it. All right. Give them out to everybody. And if somebody won't take it, it tells you a lot, doesn't it? So display them where you want. Um, be proud of your country. It is a noble nation. Stand up for your country. We do not kneel. Okay? So that campaign is very successful. Got a couple of hundred thousand out. We want to get two million. Another quick break. Back with a final thought on fun stuff to do this summer to mitigate all the terrible stuff. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings 
against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, final thought of the day. Summer's going fast. You know, it just whizzes by. Um, And this is a a very tough time. I, I don't even remember a tougher time. This COVID thing is just devastating people and economically, physically, it's awful. And now we have the far left assaulting uh, the traditions of America. This is not a good time. So I want you guys to have some fun and take your mind off. So number one, you got to plan nature activities, nature. All right. So you go to the beach. Beaches are really good. Just stay six feet away, that kind of thing. Uh, Get on a boat if you can. Boat, don't have to worry about the COVID, on the boat, a little fishing, a little jumping off the boat, a little jet skiing, whatever it is, get in the water. Hiking, great. Just make sure, you know, you're not hiking with people who are hacking. No hiking with hacking, okay? Um, golfing. I'm not a golfer. I'm terrible at it. I like the miniature golf. I can handle that. I'm the big golf. I'm, I'm bad. But golfing, you're out there, you know, you can do it. And then, then you're distancing, and it's a good diversion, so golf is good. Plan what you're going to watch on TV. So there's so many good movies, so many of them. Write down the movies that you want to see again, and then, yeah, you know, you can get everything out. And then just, like, plan it out. That's what I'm going to do. And finally, read a book. Read five books. Read ten books. I'm going back and reading the classics. I'm reading Cannery Row by John Steinbeck. I'm going to read a Hemingway book. All right? You know, you got time now. Read, 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 read. Regular books. But fill your leisure time with fun activities. Very, very important this summer in particular. See you tomorrow.